0: Iraq declares an end to combat mission of the U.S. led international coalition. National Security Advisor Qasem al-Araji says coalition's combat forces are set to withdraw from the country. Timeframe for foreign troops exit is still unclear. According to the official, Baghdad will continue its cooperation with the international coalition in the fields of development capacity and training. So far, no confirmation has been made from the coalition officials. Washington drew some of its allies into Iraq in 2014 under the pretext of fighting Daesh, a terrorist group which was invading the country. But foreign troops stayed on even after the terrorists were defeated four years ago. Earlier this year, a series of reports suggested the U.S. decision to end its combat mission would just be a rebranding of its occupation of Iraq. Joining us now for the program is Mr. E. Michael Jones, editor at Culture Wars Magazine from South Bend, Indiana, and Keaton Mansfield, author and analyst. Joining us for Center for Political Innovation from Austin, Texas. Gentlemen, I'd like to welcome you both to the broadcast here. Mr. E. Michael Jones, your thought on, quote-unquote, combat U.S. or foreign combat uh, troops leaving Iraqi soil. U.S. coalition, obviously, are the ones we're referring to, the US the majority of them are US soldiers is this really going to happen Mr. Jones or is it a re- rebranding like the story said
1: I think it's uh, the temptation here is to be uh, cynical and say that it's not really happening but I think if you really want to uh, look into it by comparison uh, look at the situation in Germany in Germany the Amer- Americans have uh, still have 30,000 troops in Germany and it's now uh, over 70 years since that, th- that war ended. There has never been a peace treaty with that, uh, with that group, uh, with, that, with, that, with the German nation. Uh, th- this means, I think, that uh, what happened there is that there was massive social engineering and that the people of Germany came to accept the occupation uh, because they were all doing well financially. I don't think that didn't happen in Iraq. Uh, it did. There was no real acceptance. Uh, they tried to get back in with uh, Daesh, combating, combating Daesh, and then whatever uh, credibility they had, uh, they lost it when they persuaded the Iraqis to allow the murder of Soleimani on their soil. And that just foreclosed any type of uh, acceptance of the American troops. So I think, I think it is a real pullout. I think the United States has to pull out of the Middle East now. Uh, the Afghanistan uh, situation—they're—they're—they're they're, they're getting uh, pulling out of the supporting the Saudis because I think they have to move on to the Pacific and China, which I think they see as the big threat right now.
0: Thank you, Mr. E. Michael Jones, Mr. Keaton Mansfield, welcome to the program. There now, Keaton, uh, why stick around so long? If this is true, and there's really going to be a righteous withdrawal that we may witness. I mean, it was weapons of mass destruction, the initial pretext, and then Saddam Hussein, well, there was no mass weapons of destruction. Saddam Hussein was uh, tried and hanged. Why stay an extra 18, 19 years in the country?
2: Well I think that the question's easier to pose than it is to answer, but what it gets down to is the the United States and, and its counterparts of Israel and Zionism are very much afraid of the United Arab world, are very much afraid of the quote unquote threat of Baathism and a combat of Western liberalism and Zionist control over the region. And so the US figured that to prevent another Saddam Hussein from coming into power, it would keep troops in as long as possible, but that ended up not being successful. That time and time again, the US couldn't maintain control over territories in the Middle East and in Eurasia, Afghanistan being the most recent example, and now Iraq being the second in such a short span of time. But even if the US does completely withdraw military contractors and all, unless the country of Iraq can set up some form of economic and social government that is capable of withstanding American and Israeli banks from coming into the nation to control the economy. It really won't make a difference if there are boots on the ground in Iraq or if it's simply financial control from the Western world. And so I think that may be a bigger concern at this moment than is or is not American forces going to leave the region.
0: And can I put that same question to you, Mr. Jones? How do you see the the protracted stay of U.S. forces on Iraqi soil? Uh,
1: First of all, we have to go back to the original uh, few days after the invasion. The military invasion was successful, and then within days, uh, Paul Wulsovich showed up, uh, and uh, he was uh, going to promote uh, feminism, He's going to give money to feminist groups. Uh, and that was cut short when somebody filed, fired missiles at his hotel, uh, he had to run out in his underwear to escape from uh, being attacked. And that was symbolic of the fact that that type of social engineering failed completely. It failed. The same thing happened in Afghanistan. I I know a woman who was studying gender ideology, gender uh, studies uh, uh, over here, and she was going to go back and she was going to promote uh, feminism. It didn't work. She's not going back. The whole thing collapsed, and I'm saying that that, that's the significant difference between the occupation of of, uh, the Middle East and the occupation of conquered Germany. Uh, It did work in Germany. It's not working in the Islamic world, and I think that the troops have to have some type of uh, foothold uh, culturally in order to stay there. They don't have it, and so I think they're gonna have to leave.
0: And uh, do you agree with that, uh, Keaton? Do you feel that the US has finally given up on this, um, on, on on this perspective that it could push a certain kind of social policy, a social reconstituting of the Middle East, that it, it feels like it has to give up on that. It's it's lost in Afghanistan. It's losing in Iraq. It's going to lose elsewhere. Might as well just cut your losses and get out.
2: I absolutely do. I mean, I think it's very it's very obvious as Mr. Jones said that the Arab world and the Eurasian world has rejected the death cults of social liberalism that America and Israel and the other Western financiers like to push. And I think, though it may not be a popular opinion here in the United States, it's something that the Christian population here within the West could learn from, to stand against the social liberalism of the wealthy few and to stay true to values and to tradition and to the identity that has been long held um, across all races, but a common uh, religious identity, as we're seeing within the Arab world and the Eurasian world, which of course are majority Muslim with uh, Eastern Rite and Coptic Rite Catholics. And so I absolutely do think that that is the case, that perhaps the US could not break the cultural will of the Arab nation. And I think that's a good thing. And perhaps this is now how war is going to be fought that it's going to be well of course you you have to take strategic positions and armies have to win battles but you also have to win win over the hearts and minds of the people and and interestingly as mr jones said that that did work in germany both east and western germany social liberalism took hold but it didn't work in afghanistan it's not working in iraq it's certainly not working in syria and if the u.s turns its gaze to china or to russia We can be certain that it won't work there. All right, gentlemen, thank
0: you both for joining us on the program. Mr. E. Michael Jones from South Bend, Indiana, and Mr. Keaton Mansfield there. Joining us from Austin, Texas. And viewers, that's a wrap for the segment of your Press TV's news review program. Thank you for tuning in, and goodbye for now.